This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 676 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from our favorite organization guru, Amanda Eckelberg, from over there at EQ Ready Records Records Management Services. Amanda brings to the table some great advice on health records and first aid for the road. But first, let's hear from today's sponsor. Hi, Glenn the Geek here, and I'm back with Debbie from Equestrian Collections with the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. This week, I'm going to feature something that has to do with the fact that we have had the hottest summer ever. People are clipping their horse. People are worried about sunburn on their little white noses, and they're worried about color change because of the sun. The Healthy Hair Care Sunflower Sunscreen for Horses is a product that I have used on my horse when I clip him in the spring or early summer, and I know a lot of people clip more than once during the summer. All you do is spray this stuff on, and it will keep them from being sunburned with their exposed skin after you clip them, no matter how careful you are to clip you're always going to get some a little bit too short um also you can take it and i can you can put it on a sponge and put it on their face if they've got a white face or if they've got a white nose that you're worried about you can spray it on a sponge and put that on their face and it will protect their white faces and um the the manufacturers say it will help keep the coats the same color i know that's a concern if you're in a place that's really just so hot to cover them up with a fly sheet you can try this and see if that doesn't help. My horse is black and white, and I will tell you that the black does stay black. I would suggest trying this for that, but I would definitely recommend trying this for a sunburn after clipping or when you're trying to keep them from getting a sunburn on their little white noses. And you can find the Healthy Hair Care Sunflower Sunscreen for Horses, there's a name for you, for $17, a little over $17 at equestriancollections.com. And I'm assuming the bottle lasts a while. It looks like a pretty good size. It does. It's a quart. It, um, it lasts a while. It'll probably last you through a couple of clippings and plenty of just if you're just putting it on their little faces and their noses. All right, just go on to equestriancollections.com and search for Healthy Hair Care Sunflower, or just search for Sunflower, and you'll find it. And now, on with today's tip. Well, welcome back, Amanda, from EQ Ready Records Record Keeping Services. How are you today? I am great. How are you doing? I'm doing just fabulous. I hear that you have brought to us some handy-dandy tips on being better horse people. So what have you got for us today? Well, today I'd like to talk about uh, traveling with your horse, hauling your horse. It's summertime. Kids are out of school. Everybody's kind of gearing up maybe to hit the roads, hit the trails, go on some horsey vacations. And uh, while we're getting all of our things prepared, it's also important to keep in mind the needs of our equine companions. Um, one thing I would like to talk about, of course, here at EQ Radio Records, we love paperwork, and uh, that is a very important thing to have with you when you are traveling with your horse. Um, if you are traveling out of 
state. Uh, two of the main things you need to make sure that you have is obviously your current Coggins papers. Uh, usually the requirements is a negative Coggins within 12 months. However, some states do require a negative Coggins within six months. So be sure to find out what your state's requirements are if you do happen to be traveling out of state. The other thing is a health certificate. Um, and a lot of people tend to overlook the health certificate. Um, a lot of people think you don't need it. Kind of one of those deals you only need it if you get pulled over. Um, some of the bigger horse states like Florida and Kentucky, obviously, are a lot stricter on their, yeah, very, very much so, um, on their health certificate requirements, uh, especially horses coming from areas like South Texas where they had the pyroplasmosis outbreak. <laughs> um, you may be required to have some blood tests drawn before you enter the state, and they're very specific about the timing of those blood tests. So I would highly, highly recommend um, looking up uh, wherever you're going, those states' uh, health certificate requirements, entry requirements. If you need an entry permit number, trust me, you would be surprised at some places. I don't think I've um, ever even heard of an entry permit number. Oh, dear. Yes, yes. actually, uh, we had some horses going to up north, or Connecticut or Delaware, somewhere up there and uh you know like usual i just call you know check the requirements is there anything special we need okay no we didn't need any special blood work however i did need to contact the department of agriculture for that state and they had to give me the the state that had to give me an entry permit number for for those horses going into that state wow yeah who thunk yeah most people don't and i never would have if you know i didn't have to have to deal with it on a daily basis, but it is definitely something to uh, keep in mind because you certainly don't want to have your trip delayed because you have to quarantine your horse for a week, you know, or turn around. They won't even let you within the state. I, I had another uh, client that had to do that. They didn't have the proper paperwork going to Florida. They didn't have the proper blood tests, and they had to turn around and go back to Louisiana. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> yeah, they, they were not happy. Wow. Not happy. And uh, along those lines, you know, with your paperwork, you also want to check the requirements for the facilities where you're going to be staying. Um, even if you have, you know, rest stops, say you're taking a long trip, you know, you're going to stop a couple places on the way. Check those requirements for boarding your horses there or where you're going to be vacationing. You know, what kind of facilities do they have? What kind of requirements do they have as far as vaccinations and those kinds of things? Um, be sure you have you know, a list of your vaccination history for your horse. You know, maybe you're going to an area that has, you know, real high sleeping sickness. That's true, yeah. Well, also, if you if you have a... For that matter. Yeah, if you have records of all that at your fingertips versus, you know, go home and dig through paperwork for the next 30 days to try and find it, if you've got that at your fingertips, if, if there is an issue... You can reassure us. You can look it up right then and there. You're looking it up instantly. I know my horse was vaccinated for disease X on date Y. If there is an issue that if he wasn't vaccinated within a, a specific time frame, you can get it taken care of right away. Mm-hmm. Or if he was, you know, and you don't have to waste money doing it again. So it's a win-win having all that, having access to all that, isn't it? 
Exactly. Or, you know, kind of along those same lines, say your horse usually stays at home, doesn't go around many other horses, so maybe you don't, you know, uh, regularly do uh, vaccinations for things like strep or strangles. Well, if he's going to go be around strange horses in a different environment, it might be a good idea to go ahead and booster him for for those types of infections like flu and kind of the cold type things, you know, and, uh, you know, just something else to consider, you know, where you're going and the, the environment that they're going to be in. Because yeah. it's just like kids going to school. They're not <laughs> usually around <laughs> those kids. And if they've never been exposed to it, it's likely that they may catch something. It's what horses and then, do. And there again, bring it back to your house. So, yeah, which makes a bigger problem. So, yeah. Wow. So you have to have a, a lot of information handy and up to date. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, for those for road trips and vacations and trail rides where you're hitting the road, um, what are some things that we can toss into the glove compartment, the tack trunk? or the back of our pickup trucks for those little emergency moments that we all have when we travel with our horses? Little emergency moments, I would say definitely make sure you have some kind of bandage materials. I don't care if it's a roll of cotton and some vet wrap, something for, you know, scrapes, cuts, minor, minor injuries. Bandage materials are by far your most common Emergency uh, needs, needs, <laughs> needs, risk. Yeah, yeah. Um, horses are always know, getting cut. Yeah, always, always. Even you know, padded stall, they're going to cut themselves in some way. Pretty much. Um, a, a pair of scissors. If you got a horse for some reason happens to get tangled up in their lead rope or sets back or something spooks them, have some scissors handy. You can cut them out real quick. You don't have to sit there and fight with the lead rope trying to get the knot out. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly you may check with your vet about having some banamine or some butte handy in case maybe they have a mild colic episode. You can at least give them some pain relief and kind of prevent a minor problem from turning into a major problem. Yeah. Uh, those things, you know, those things come in two forms. They come in injectable, which, you know, obviously, please, please, please talk to your vet about before you do any kind of injections or vaccinations make sure you're comfortable doing that but they also come in paste forms which is easy it's like your paste warmers just shoot it in their mouth and that's good gets the job done yeah uh, now what about um think should is is it a good idea to have like a, a thermometer along my horse looks like good. he might have a fever but i guess i should know for sure eh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah thermometers are good to have. If you have a stethoscope handy, those are good to have. Yeah. You, you can always check, you know, respiration in that by watching them breathe and feeling a pulse under their, I guess what you call their cheek, kind of inside their jaw mm-hmm. there. Um, you may, they have a little cards you can get, just little laminated cards to throw in your tack trunk or your emergency kit that has all of the uh, vital statistics, you know, what are normal, Mm-hmm. What should be, you know, quick reference guides, throw one of those in there. I think they're probably four or five bucks. Those mm-hmm. are good to have. And also, um, along those same lines, be sure you know what is normal for your individual horse as well. I mean, you know, not, there's not many horses that read the textbook. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's a good point is to, 
know what's normal for your horse and have it available so that people who will be in charge of your horse have access to that. For example, um, your friends hauling your horse to Florida for you from Louisiana, you've got to make sure that that person has the paperwork, but that person needs to have access to those sorts of things in case of an emergency. Um, they might not know that Thunder's normal temperature is really 98.5 pretty much all the time. Something comes up and they take Thunder's temperature and see it that low, it's liable to cause some consternation to somebody that was unnecessary. So make sure that that kind of thing, you're absolutely right. I never thought about the fact that individual horses, there can be variances. So know what your horse is in addition to having that handy-dandy little card there. Um, Right. But know what yours is and make sure that the person who is responsible for your horse at any given moment has access to that specific information. That's a great idea. Right. Cool. Well, that's a ton of first aid stuff right there. Oh, my goodness. Um, and, I, took, I took notes. Yeah, yes, take notes. And also um, along those same lines, you know, you may want to check out any local vets that are, going, that are in that area, have that information handy so you're not trying to – get reception on your phone and look up vets and who's here, who's there. That way you have it handy for that area. You don't have to look for it should you need it. Hopefully you won't, but just in case. Just in case. You don't have to dig for it. Whenever the emergency happens, you might not have 4G available. Exactly. If you're in the mountains backpacking somewhere where it's nice and cool and beautiful, probably not going to have cell phone service. Well, and even if you have cell phone service, frequently this happens to Glenn the Geek all the time. He has cell phone service, but he can't surf the web. Oh, yes, yes. Check one, but not the other. You can get one, but not the other. Well, thank you so much, Amanda, for all that information. If folks want to get more of this, or if you didn't take notes because you're busy cleaning stalls while you listen to these podcasts, you can head on over to eqreadyrecords.com. And over there on the right-hand side, there's a little blog link. And Amanda has this awesome little blog that she does every month all about great handy-dandy tips and bits of wisdom uh, about being good horse keepers. So thank you so much for stopping by, Amanda. Well, thanks for having me. Well, there you go. Don't forget, stop over and, v- and visit Amanda's blog at eqreadyrecords.com. And don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. And today's sponsor has been equestriancollections.com. Stop by today and experience the whole universe of equestrian shopping and then deliver it right to your door. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zoom, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 